If you don't learn how to master the breaking point, you may have many ventures, but you will not accrue massive success in any area because you have not mastered the breaking point. Every time life runs you to a breaking point, you will give up and quit. You will back away and run. You will say, this is too hard, this is too emotional, this is too stressful, and you will back away. You cannot be a champion until you have survived a breaking point. If you don't learn how to touch people, you can never stop the issues that exist internally or externally in your church, in your life, in your family, in your business. So the one thing that the enemy is determined to do when you are at a breaking point, the first thing he wants to do is isolate you. The only thing wrong with your dream is that you're trying to do it by yourself. The difference between start and finish is determined by how you handle the breaking point. The Lord told me to tell you he controls the speed of the spin. That no matter how fast it may seem to you, God knows just how fast to spin the wheel without allowing you to fall off. And he told me to tell you to take notice of the fact that you're still here. That no matter how fast your life was spinning, God sustained you. Because he controls the speed of the spin. Somebody say he controls the speed of the spin. Don't be, don't be worried. Don't be anxious. Don't be worried because God controls the speed of the spin. He knows how fast to take you to shape you into what he wants you to be. He controls the speed of the spin. People coming in in your life, people going out of your life, and people clapping for you, and people trying to crucify you, sometimes all in the same day. You get a good call and a bad call. You get something that lifts you up, you get something that takes you down, and God said, don't worry about it, it's not them in control. God said, I control the speed of the spin. I don't know who that's for, but the Lord told me to be sure and tell you that while his hand is moving on the top, his feet, is moving at the bottom for the feet of the potter control the spinning of the wheel and God said I'm controlling the speed of the spin it's not your mama it's not your enemies it's not your haters it's not your naysayers it's not your ex-husband it's not your ex-wife God God controls the speed of the spin and while the clay is spinning the potter says nothing at all Lord how long will my life be in an uproar I had to move over here and then I had to move over there and by the time we got settled in here we had to move again and this job shut down I had to go to that job and all the while it was spinning the potter says nothing at all because he has placed you on the wheel and he's shaping you in the spin. The only thing he does is every now and then while he's spinning, while it's spinning, he touches you. Throw your hands up and say, touch me, Jesus. If you're not gonna stop the spin, just touch me every now and then. If you're not gonna stop the spin, just touch me every now and then. If you're not gonna stop the spin, just if, the, if you just let me know that you're still there. Though the storms keep on blowing, though the winds keep on raging, Though all hell keeps breaking loose, if you just touch me every now and then, 
The spinning is spinning. The wheel is turning. Everything's getting faster and faster. And I cannot get a word from the prophet. So I will settle for a touch. Do you know how many times I would have fell out of the wheel if he hadn't touched me? Do you know how many times I would have slid off the wheel if he hadn't touched me and established my going in and coming out? He didn't explain anything to me, Pastor. He just touched me. He didn't let me know how long I was going to have to spend. He just touch me. That's why I'm coming to get the word because I need a touch from the Lord. I'm wondering if there's anybody in here that needs a touch. A touch, a touch, a touch. A touch from the Lord. I need a touch from the Lord. If you don't talk to me, touch me. If you don't stop it, touch me. If I gotta go through it again and again, just touch me. Hey, in the middle of the spin every now and then he touches me. Every time the enemy thought he had me, God touched me. Every time I had gotten too close to the edge of the wheel and I was about to fall off, preacher, I was about to have a nervous breakdown, but God touched me. I cried all night, but he touched me. I was confused all week, but he, he touched me. Oh, he touched me. He, would, he wouldn't talk to me, Jackie, but he touched me. It's a touch. I lost my mother. He, he didn't explain it, but he touched me. Lost my father, cried myself to sleep, thought I was going crazy, but he touched a, a, a touch, a touch from God is all you need. Lost my job. Still can remember walking across the parking lot crying, wondering how I was going to feed my family, but he touched me. And I want you to see the wheel because it is on the wheel where the touching occurs. It is on the wheel where the shaping occurs. It is on the wheel where the metamorphosis occurs. And all of a sudden a lump of clay begins to look like something. If it doesn't spin, it doesn't take shape. Stop avoiding the spin because you'll never be what he had in mind until you're willing to jump into the spin cycle. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family. To my existing family, as always, big up and thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through personal development and business. I am your humble host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know the slogan. Bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. Three impact secret value points are. Value point number one, breaking point. Breaking point. Value point number two, the will of life. Value point number three, the fear, the fear. Today's episode is entitled, Don't Allow Failing for You to Stop Breaching. Do not allow failing 
for you to stop reaching that title was inspired by a gentleman named ad dolphin again ad dolphin let's jump into today's show i hope you guys enjoy this you know family the title alone really speaks volumes for itself as well as the audio uh, clips by td jakes that i brought in for the conversation and what i realize is is that a lot of times when we are failing at things we are hungry for. We have a tendency to stop reaching. How many of you have just stopped reaching because you felt like it was no hope? You felt, you felt like it was just not going to happen. You felt like, why should I keep going on? It's not making any sense. See, there's a difference between stopping and pivoting. I'll say that again. There's a difference between stopping and pivoting. If I sound like I have a lot more energy, or I should say not a lot more energy, more energy than you're used to me having, it's to the simple fact of is that by accident, well, I think by incident, what happened was I um, ran into a show last night or a movie called The Palace. Now, I will say this, if you have not seen the movie, The Palace, it is, uh, you may want to tune out right now because I may be giving some spoilers away, but anytime I look at something, I, I, I have a tendency to want to not to be just a consumer, I want to be able to find a way to be a producer of the information, meaning that I want to be able to take the context or the the plot of that particular movie and see how I can give it back to the family and interpret it in the way that I interpret. It. So I'm going to give you a high level overview of some lessons that I really kind of learned that aligns with today's message. See, in that movie, what happened was is that a child was first separated from her parent or her mother at that at that time. They moved into what is called the palace, and in this palace, they were there were a bunch of girls that were. If we're, we're not allowed to leave this palace until the age of I think it was 23 or 25, but they were servants to the princes, to the prince and the kings and the the queens of the particular palace. And what was unique, it wasn't it. What was unique about this particular movie was the the fact of is that. These two young young ladies that became women, they were best friends from the beginning. But then when money and power came into place and then when when other distractions came into place, one became more prominent than the other. See, one was chasing the money and the power while the other one was chasing purpose and divinity. Let me explain what I mean by purpose and divinity, meaning that more or less that she knew that it was more to life than what was currently going on. She understood that the only way out was only going through whatever she had to deal with. And then she fell in love with one of the princes. And through that experience, there was trials and tribulations why am i sharing this movie is because of the fact of in life you are going to hit roadblocks you are going to hit breaking points and through this movie each and every time that she was trying to connect with the prince there were breaking points her her best friend got in the way that was a breaking point she was told that she cannot be part of the uh 
the arrangement with the prince because of the fact of they there was a different plan in place for the prince and it didn't requ- it didn't require she didn't live up to the status of what a princess or a queen should be so there was a breaking point see in life family we have these breaking points that continually test us they they push us to see not um i used to think how bad do we want it but i think it's more of a test to see if it's something that is it just for play or is it just something we're just testing out or is this something that we plan to do when we plan to execute on because a lot of times we can get excited about the goal we can get excited about the purpose but then we miss we get misguided by the execution see only through execution is what really pushes us through i heard something recently of saying if you um are are we we have a tendency to be consumers of information i am really guilty of that i'll raise my hand i know you can't see me just yet but i'm just saying that we can become such consumers of information that we don't take the information that we've been provided and apply it. Let me give you an example. So we could read a book and study the book, but we won't take the time to apply the material that we've learned in the book. See, when we have these breaking points, what's the point of listening to shows like this? What's the point of reading books? So what's the point if we're not going to apply it when it gets when it gets troubling? And I know what you're saying. You're saying, Ed, you don't understand my problem. You don't understand what I'm going through. You don't know that I've been working on this dream. I've even reached out for guidance through working through taking courses or getting pr- professional help and getting coaching, and it hasn't worked out. Well, family, as I told you i am on this journey with you i just happen to be in the car with you and since we're in this car together let's talk a little bit see i've paid for coaching i've paid for uh different courses as i've as i've I've shared with you before and what i've learned Along the way, it's an experience to find out which course or which coach is really going to give you the information and set you up for success and not hold back. And you would think because you're paying for the information that they'd be willing to give you everything potentially possible. But a lot of times it's not like that family. And so when when you you're at a breaking point and believing everything that you're trying is not working and you're like, why should I keep going? Won't I just stop, you know, getting up early in the morning or staying up late at night, working on a dream and working on my purpose when I am not seeing a particular execution from what I'm working on and what I'm doing. What I mean by that is, is that you're not seeing the value. You're not seeing the, the, the fruits of your labor being produced visibly to you. I think I just said something there. When you don't see the fruits of your labor being produced visibly, it's, it's hard every day to muster up that energy, to muster up that will, to continue to keep going. And I can't tell you what I've heard. I can only tell you what I know every day that I get on this on this mic Monday through Friday to put out a show is challenging because what a lot of times I don't even share some of the the, the things that has almost caused me to quit and give up or give in because I was tired of what happened. I try to my, my not try. My goal is always to produce a show Monday through Friday. But there are a lot of things that you don't even know about 
adult family that happens where you can't control the technology of when you put a show together, you produce it and you you set it up and, and, and get it scheduled to go out and you choose the wrong day. <laughs> you choose the wrong day, you choose the wrong time and then you're like, what happened here? Or, or you're searching for that spark, you're searching for what am I going to talk about today? What, what, what do you think the family needs? And, and you're going through that trials and tribulation and you're, you're putting out show after show and you're like, you know, it's not about looking for the viral show. It's like, what am I here for? And I always told you, family, I'm here to hone my craft. I'm here to help people. I want to I want to be a servant. I want to help people grow. And I, and I didn't realize that until early on. Well, OK, let me be let me be frank. As I told you, this started because of the fact of I was wanting to motivate myself. I was wanting to push myself because I was just on this will of life of, of, you know, jumping from job to job. I remember one day this, uh, during an interview, this particular, uh, interviewer asked me a question and he said, well, how do I know, you know, based on your resume, it looks like you stay at a job for about a year, year and a half and you leave. Why is, why are the, there's gaps in your resume? And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, you know, that makes no sense to me. If I was at a job one month or a year and a half or 10 years, you would ask the question, if I stayed about five to 10 years, then are you afraid to take risk or or, or leap or take the jump? Or, you know, it, it would be a lot of negative connotation. It wouldn't be that, oh, well, you're you were being loyal and staying there. It would be I don't know if we could hire you because you you, you have a you have so much experience. You you're you're already caught up in a system. How would if you come here and things are d definitely different? How would you change? And 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 be able to adapt to the the new surroundings. But anyway, so I answered that inter interview and I said, well, uh, someone reached out to me for an opportunity and I measured it against where my current opportunity was. I went to the my employer and I said, hey, this is what's going on. Um, I would like to know um, what is the direction of the organization and if it wasn't a fit for where I felt my career was going, then I took the leap. I took the chance and, and jumped. That's why I am here today. He said, very good answer. He said, and he asked me later on, he said, you know, when I asked you that question, he said, I've never heard anyone answer the question. Most of the time they'll, they'll give me the negative aspects of why they decided not to take the leap, but they never took the time to explain, even though it may be negative, but it was a way that you said it and the way that you understood that things do happen. And, and, and I think a lot of times family and life, we have to understand that things do happen along the way. We can't control everything. We can't control how people are going to act. Only thing we can control is how we respond and in responding is, is a lot of times we, we go into fear and the fear of being comfortable, the fear of not reaching 
for after we failed, not continue to go after our dream. I was just looking, I was looking on my desk and I have this note from this silent monk and he said something that was amazing. I had to write it down to remind me in tough times like this and in times when I feel that I'm not enough, when I feel like I just think that it's time to give in and give up because of the fact of Who's listening? Who's paying attention to me and and tired of jumping from shiny object thing to shiny object thing, hoping to strike it rich or, or strike it, you know, strike it big, because all I want to do is, is is get to a financial status to be able to help other people, to bring other people up, because a lot of people are in situations that if they had a little guidance, if they had a little assistance, if they had a little understanding that it's possible All they need is the right tools instead of these gimmicky things that are out here, these things that promise you to make you a millionaire. And then when you get in the program, you find out it's only going to make you a dollar, a dollar nair. I'll say that again, all these gimmicky things that's out there, all these shiny objects that's out there that promise you to make you a millionaire. And then you find out it's it's only going to make you a dollar, meaning a a dollar and you you hit that you hit that roadblock then you become fearful then you put up all these self beliefs like this is not possible for somebody that looks like me this is not possible for people that are hungry there are a lot of people that really want to really it, be more than what they what they thought they can be and it, and it and it's challenging but you have to understand this is a process this is a step-by-step type thing and sometimes I know it sounds cliche but it really is so true that you have to take maybe a step back to take two steps forward and only way to move forward is to continue to stay in motion to continue to keep your feet going and 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 as I stated the particular quote There was two quotes that really arrested my attention. The first quote was by a Shaolin monk, and he said, don't be afraid of challenge and hardship as long as you persist. Again, don't be afraid of challenge and hardship as long as you continue to persist. And then the next one is from my favorite, one of the people that um, that inspired me, which is Bob Marley, and he said, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Again, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. See, family, when we are going through this, the will of life, we have to make a decision that we're going to continue to remain strong. It is not easy. I wish I can tell you it was easy. I wish I can tell you that you can take this pill or you can take this drink or you can eat this food or you can take this course or you can do it. It is. It starts with believing the information that you're listening to, which is hopefully this show, and then taking that information and customizing it and, and customizing it internally for you. I can give you the information based on what I've learned. We can learn from each other. We can sharpen each other but at the end of the day you still have to do the work you still have to continue to reach you still have to continue to believe it's possible you started this dream you started living your purpose for a reason and I know it hasn't happened yet for you I know you you're not even being able to see clear but eventually when you do you'll think you'll be grateful that you didn't stop that you didn't quit when it was when it was convenient for you to quit stop looking for convenience it's never going to show up only way it shows up excuse me is on when you finally say you know what I've had enough this is yours I'm done 
that's when convenience shows up, family. So I hope you enjoyed today's show. Talking about the opportunities that we have in life and never being a victim of not allowing yourself to, to continue to reach because your reach is what will continue to keep you going. Your reach will continue to keep you moving forward when you feel like you have nothing in a tank, when you feel like it's enough is enough, when you feel like it's not going to happen for you. But see, at the end of the day, of all your feelings, all your mistrust or people that, that that betrayed you, that let you down, that turned on you, that people that just stopped believing in, and, and believing in you. That's why I always say it's imperative and important that you believe in yourself, because if you can't believe in yourself, how can you expect someone else to believe in you? This has been your humble host, ED. This has been another Impact Secret podcast show. And I want to leave you with the motto, continue to bet on yourself because you won't win unless you get in the game and play. Peace.